Hello and welcome back to the Fashion Founder Podcast. If this is your first time listening, I'm your host Charlotte and I am a fashion business consultant and I help fashion founders to start or scale their sustainable fashion business. Today's episode is episode number 15 and I wanted to talk to you about sustainability in your fashion business Sustainability has become a really big buzzword in the last 10 years or so, and it's become so much more prevalent in the fashion industry, and it just continues to get more and more popular. And I wanted to talk through ways that you can be sustainable in your fashion business. Sustainability is is a difficult subject to touch on because it's almost impossible to be 100% sustainable in your business. It's just physically not possible to do it all and there's actually no pressure or expectation on you to be able to do it all and it's actually just about doing what you can with the tools and the resources that you have and being conscious and responsible in your decisions and just being transparent about that and being honest and expressing integrity to your community to your audience to your customers about what you're doing and maybe about what you plan to do in the future and what you plan to continue to to grow on and to hopefully be able to do more of it's ultimately about progress over perfection so I wanted to talk through five of the main ways that you as a small business or a startup business can be more conscious be more responsible in your actions there's hundreds if not thousands of different ways and approaches that you can take to your fashion brand that will allow you to come under this umbrella of sustainability and you know being more conscious in general and and being more of a responsible brand than what you might find on the high street but I just want to touch on the five main areas that I think are doable and achievable and accessible and attainable to small brands because ultimately with sustainability or with kind of high levels of sustainability it requires large amounts of investment it requires research development and as a small business as a startup brand that's just not always possible so that's why we're going to look into the options and the avenues that you can take that you don't have to put too much time, energy, and money into investment-wise. And the first place I want to start with this is around the design of your products. So the first step that you can take to be sustainable is to design products that are built for longevity. So this means thinking about overall quality, but also products that are going to stand the test of time. So when we think about this, we want to avoid trend-led products, things that are very much just like a one-time thing. It's going to be a flash in the pan trend. It's going to be in for a few months, a few weeks, and then, you know, we see it die off. And what we're seeing now with TikTok and Instagram and just social media in general is that the trend cycle is the quickest it's ever been. We've got lots of little micro trends that seem to just come in and then go back out as quick as they came in we saw red being the color of 2024 and already it almost seems like it's starting to to die out a little bit we had 
clean girl aesthetic come from like TikTok trends and now we're seeing the mob wife trend. Things just move so, so quickly now that first off, it's almost impossible to design and create in line with trends that quickly as a small business anyways. It's also not productive in terms of strategy to be trying to supply and facilitate those trends. And it's also not sustainable as well. Designing a product or designing a collection of products that are going to lend themselves well across the seasons and across the years means that you can produce products and launch products that are, are going to be sustainable in their, their quality, their function, and how long they're going to last in the wardrobe. This doesn't mean that you can't adopt some trends and you know still take inspiration from what's going on in the trend cycles, but I do encourage you to avoid those fast moving micro trends if you want to be more sustainable in your business. This leads me nicely onto the second way that you can be more sustainable in your fashion brand. And this is to work with eco-friendly fabrics. So this means using fabrics from natural sources, thinking about things like cotton, wool, silk, bamboo. And natural fibers have a less of an environmental impact versus synthetic fibers as these don't release microplastics into the environment. And these fibers will eventually biodegrade. So they will eventually break down and it's important to caveat this because not everybody can use natural fabrics due to the product that you're producing. You know, if you're working with sportswear, for example, we often need a lot of stretch, a lot of durability. There's particular qualities that we're looking for from certain products that natural fibers can always provide. And that's okay. So if natural fibers aren't suitable due to the types of products that you're producing and the use and the end function and synthetics are what you need in terms of properties, then think about things like regenerated fabrics, recycled fabrics, and also dead stock as well. So dead stock fabrics are just leftovers from previous productions or anything that's been unsold from suppliers. So these would ultimately end up in landfill otherwise. So that's a really nice way to be able to still take advantage of those properties and qualities from synthetic fibers without using a virgin fabric that's been manufactured from scratch just for you. The third step that you can take to be more sustainable as a brand is to work with an ethical factory. This isn't a optional direction from my perspective and it's not an optional direction for the brands that I work with. I actively encourage new brands to make sure that they are working with a factory that has ethical labor practices. So this is a really big one. Before anything else, before we think about the planet and the environmental impact, it's really important to think about people. So you want to make sure that you're working with a factory that has ethical practices. You want to make sure that your supply chain is ethical in its approach. So this means that all of the workers are paid fairly, they're treated fairly, and all of those health and safety considerations are in place as well. Worker welfare violations in the fashion and textiles industry has been so prevalent, especially in the fast fashion world. So it's not only the right thing to do, in my opinion, to make sure that you're working 
with a factory where workers are paid a living wage and treat fairly, but it also improves your brand reputation, your brand loyalty, and ultimately, hopefully aligns with your business values. There are ways that you can make sure that your factory is ethical. It's still a little bit of a gray area, unfortunately, but there are some tips and approaches that you can take to make sure that the factory that you've signed with and that you're going to be working with for your collection is ethical in its approach and that workers are all trapped fairly, they're receiving a living wage and that everything is in place in terms of worker welfare. So if you want a little bit more information on that, you want to chat to me about it, then just drop me a DM on Instagram. I'd absolutely love to, to go through that with you. The fourth step that you can take to be more sustainable as a brand is to work with a pre-order or waitlist business model in terms of your sales strategy. There are quite a few perks to approaching selling this way. I won't go into all of them now, but it's really cost effective because you're not investing large amounts of money into bulk inventory. Obviously, it's a great way of pres preserving cash flow, but it's also a really great way to be sustainable as you're not investing in bulk inventory that potentially you know, may or may not sell. So this model involves ordering stock from your factory once the order has been placed by your customer. So you'll go through sampling development as normal with your factory. You will sample until you're happy with the product. You'll do your pre-production sample. And then instead of going into bulk production and placing your purchase order with your factory, you will list your items on your website for sale and you will open either a wait list or a pre-order and you will allow people to place place an order with you. Once you've received orders from your customers, you will then place the purchase order with your factory based on the orders that you've had from your customers. So you're only producing in line with the demand. You are only supplying the demand of your customers rather than just buying, I don't know, 200, 2000 units of a product and then trying to sell it. So this is a really, really great approach to, as I said, preserve cash flow, keep cash in the business and reduce that volatility from, from buying a bunch of stock. But it's also a really great way to be sustainable because you're not buying stock that may or may not sell. So that's a really nice avenue to go down. The fifth and final step that you can take as a business to be more sustainable in your approach is to use eco-friendly packaging. So this means avoiding plastic entirely and plastic mailers are what we receive lots of items in. Like I get them all the time and I try to put them away and save them. I do vintage and use vintage quite a lot. So whenever I sell things on Vinted. I try to save any plastic mailers from packaging and make sure that I am reusing them because this type of packaging makes up 40% of plastic waste. So it's, it's really significant. So if as business owners, we can avoid using plastic and looking at things like paper, biodegradable mailers, instead of that, that man-made packaging, then we can you know really do our bit to reduce that impact. 
There's some really cool packaging companies as well. There's a company called Waste Base Co that do a water soluble packaging and this dissolves in hot water, which is so, so cool. I think it's a really nice selling point as a brand as well. Like it's a, a talking point and a unique selling point. And there's suppliers that offer biodegradable and compostable mailers as well but alternatively if you just look at paper mailers um thank you cards stickers things like that are all that are all just paper and there's no plastic involved then you know you're you're into on for a really great start there and this is a really small cost like this doesn't actually have to cost any more than using plastic it may even be cheaper in some cases but it's a really great way to reduce that impact and yeah do your bit and this isn't just beneficial from an environmental standpoint as well it's also really a nice subtle way to show your brand values and build brand recognition I always think that your packaging is an extension of your brand experience and when you order from a brand and you receive their packaging and it's really nicely done and you know the attention to detail has really been considered it just makes that customer process so much more enjoyable like as an e-commerce brand you don't have the beauty of having a shop front having brick and mortar and being able to go into a store and there's you know there's feng shui like if you go into um you know remember back in the day when hollister was all the rage you'd go in and the lighting was set in a certain way and there was scents and that is what you can create through your packaging is when your customer receives these items they can live that same experience as if they were to be going into a store so it's really nice to make sure that your packaging is of high quality but also ticks all of these sustainability boxes as well if you're looking to start a sustainable brand this year you should definitely consider my four-week mastermind the founder academy we're kick-starting in march and early bird doors are open at the moment and they'll be open until sunday which allows you to save 10 percent off the total price you can also do split pay as well so you can pay in two installments early bird will close on sunday which means it will go back to full price at that point. So if you're looking to get involved and you want to join us, definitely, definitely grab your space. So that wraps up this week's podcast. And I hope you can take some value away from that. And if you're already doing all of those things in your business, that is awesome. And if you are someone who is currently working on your brand or you have plans to launch your brand in the near future, then hopefully that has given you some food for thought on approaches that you're going to take to strategy to make sure that you are being sustainable. If you'd like some more information on the Founder Academy, then there is a link in the show notes, which will take you to a page that will give you everything that you need to know. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I'll be back next week where I'm joined by a really special guest and I look forward to catching you then.